Yes, Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. At 119. 119. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. And apparently, it's episode 119. That's what I was just mm-hmm. informed of. But I checked my notes, then our last episode was 118. How, how are your notes doing? What kind of notebook are you using? Gee, this is um, a Kessel Crew um, oh, <laughs> notebook that I found. Okay. Oh, boy. It's Fancy. A, yeah, it's a Hans. It's from Solo. It's got, uh, what's the guy oh, that played it? No. Yeah, it's terrible. Aaron. It looks like. It looks fake is what it looks like. Like it couldn't have actually come from a real movie, but it's got <laughs> well, Lando and, and ha- I, I know I still think that movie was fake. fake <laughs> I saw the, was movie. it the honest trailer for that? Yeah. Just came out. out. That was funny. It was pretty good. It was pretty funny. Well, hello everybody. Um, I have a confession. Yeah. We just saw Venom okay. and uh, we're going to get into it, but uh, we stayed to the end credits where they played uh, about a three or four minute clip from the upcoming Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse animated feature, mm-hmm. which looks yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, as it was going on, a couple people were coming into the theater for the next showing of Venom. Like these two dudes who look super stoked to like be there. They had their popcorn and their treats and their snacks and everything. Mm-hmm. There are a couple rows behind us. And uh, right, when, <laughs> right when it ended, Abby went, well... That was better than Venom. <laughs> and, and Jake, I got a really big laugh. I was I was about to go and tell them about Yes, Have Some Podcast. I was like, you guys like that? Listen to my podcast. There's more where that came from. Wait, are we just going to start sitting in movie theaters soliciting? Whoa, yes. If but you we, guys like movies, you'll like our podcast. But we have to do like really good jokes so that we get their attention. You just go to toy stores? <laughs> oh, wait, toy heckle. stores aren't a thing anymore. Uh, uh, at least well, big ones. maybe. Who knows at this point? Jeffrey's is Toys R Us coming back? I read the whole article and I was more confused at the end of reading it than I was going I, into it. All right, we're back. Okay. You guys ready to just start where we left off? Should, should we start where we left off and, uh, and maybe uh, address what just happened and that I'm in a hurricane right now? Yeah, yeah let's, let's just go ahead. Just go it. for let's it. We're going. It. Jake's in a hurricane. I mean, we all 100% are. 100% authenticity. Okay. I painted one of my hands, but not the other. Painted my nails. So <laughs> you painted your whole hand. Only my left hand is painted. So there you okay. go. That's what I was doing. Um. Yeah, we're recording. There's a big hurricane hitting Florida and southern Georgia right now. So Jake's kind of in the path. We're not really in the path, but 
I was just watching some videos. It looks very insane in Florida right now. Well, I read that it's like um, one of the worst hurricanes to hit the United States in in a very long time. It was like a category five or I think it's it's down to a three now, but it was it was pretty big. And and, and where I'm at was kind of directly in the path. I think it's uh, moved a little bit and I don't know exactly what's going to happen. But like, is it uh, weird recording like in a raft? Just floating down your street. Oh, shock. I thought you said shot. Like, you know how in hurricanes, (laughs) a lot of people know this, when you're uh, floating through the streets of your hometown, a lot of people like to sit on their roofs and uh, have target practice. Just be careful out there. People Um, are terrible. We were... uh, Jake and Blood, you're okay. We were... We were talking about Toys R Us making a comeback as Jeffrey's Jeffrey's toy box. Mm -hmm. And I basically decided during this break, uh, while Jake rebooted his internet, Mm -hmm. to read about what's going on. So it is basically what happened. All the assets were up for auction and they decided to do some restructuring and I don't know, a bunch of financial things that I don't understand. But it is coming back as Jeffrey's toy box. And what it's going to be is kind of like a store within a store. So they're going to set up Jeffrey's toy boxes at other retailers as like their oh, toy section. So they're not going to open like, it's not like the giant Toys R Us is going to reopen. No, it's We're like you'll get- go to Kohl's and their toy section will be called Jeffrey's toy box. Oh, well, that's weird because it's going to be super small and limited to what they're going to have. huh? Yeah. It sounds yeah. like it's going to suck. Yeah. Whatever. Unless you know we can... what? Like I'll, I'll be honest, man. Like it, it, it was, we, you know, we've talked about all this at length, but, uh, anything that I would have bought at Toys R Us, um, there are three other stores in town where I can get the exact thing. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, no, think about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, main, the main thing I was always looking for at Toys R Us was, it wasn't even like their main toy lines. It was just like, the adult collectibles, so the NECA stuff or the Playmobil stuff. Yes, I just I just called Playmobil adult collectibles. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So whatever, it's fine. We'll manage. Yeah, we'll, we'll manage. <laughs> we'll manage. I we'll bought a bunch okay. of toys today. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about it, Craig? Oh, thank yeah. you. Um, I uh, on a Craigslist. No, 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 not Craigslist. Facebook Marketplace. Have you ever used that? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, it's better than Craigslist, I think, because they're because it links with uh, Facebook Messenger, so you don't have to like. Also, there's no scams. It doesn't feel it's it feels more legit than Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there was a lady selling like forty Ninja Turtles action figures from the not the most current series, but the one from that started in two thousand what twelve? I think two thousand twelve. I don't know. Whatever the last one was, the one yeah, that just yeah, ended. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. I don't have any of those figures, but uh, I've been on a Ninja Turtles kick lately. I've been watching a lot of the new series, Rise of the TMNT, yeah. which I love. Absolutely think it's fantastic. And I was like, well, I'm probably going to end up watching this last series at some point because I've seen some of it. Jake, we've talked about it. It's yeah. very good. I've been, I've been watching it recently. I found out that um, either most of or all of it is on Hulu. Okay. I've been going through watching it. It's pretty. It is great. That's nice. So I, I got a good deal uh, for thirty five bucks. I got forty figures, and uh, a lot of them have their accessories with them. There's one like twelve inch Leonardo. Oh, and cool! Yeah, about twenty five of the regular figures, and then there's like an assortment of like mini figures and blind box figures. Yeah, cool. Uh, 
So they were all in a a gift bag labeled ninjas. Lady <laughs> gave it to us. Yes. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's always ninjas are notorious about just labeling all their stuff. Uh, I thought yeah. it was cool though. Uh, she was like, "Hey, I, I sell a lot of toys," and in my head, I was like, "Well, you're getting ripped off because you just sold me about two hundred dollars worth of stuff for thirty bucks." But cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then she took us into her like back room space with more toys. Oh, she's like, oh, you know about toys? She started asking me questions. She had some other stupid shit. I'm like, I, I don't like, know what oh. that shit is. That's like a toddler I hope she's toy. Listening. Oh yeah, she's definitely listening. <laughs> so we gave her our card. Um, <laughs> so that was my score today, and uh, I also um, I like talking about the stuff we buy. I yeah. also uh, picked up a bunch of the Playmobil sets, the Ghostbuster sets. Speaking of yeah. Playmobil, mm-hmm. they a bunch of them were on sale on Amazon. So I had not gotten any of the real Ghostbusters stuff uh, because while it was coming out was when Toys R Us was closing down. So I never even saw it. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously you can order anything on Amazon, but I always like to – I like picking stuff up at the store. Yeah, it's more fun. Makes me feel good. Absolutely. So I picked those up and uh, really happy with those. Uh, They announced that New York – God, there's so much going on. New York Comic Con, Playmobil announced – I think we talked about it last week. They're going to have an Ecto-1A and yeah. some other uh, new figures. So you don't want to get behind. That's the last thing you want to do is get behind on your Playmobil collection. No. can't do it. I can't. Jake, where are you on your Playmobil Ghostbusters collection? Um, I got everything from the first uh, you know, the, the first series that came out. I got all of that stuff. Um, I also have never seen any of the real Ghostbusters. Just like you said, Toys R Us was closing. Um I don't even know anywhere else that sells that stuff. Um, I haven't ordered. I, I don't care as much about the real Ghostbuster stuff. I, I'm. I want that Ecto One A. <laughs> I want that badly. I'll. I'll get the Ghostbusters Two stuff. I still have a, a Ghostbusters Firehouse in the box somewhere from the first. I never opened it. It's oh, just for real, in the dude? box somewhere. Yeah. Just dude, somewhere. You better open I that. I don't know where it's at. I was honestly looking for it the other day, and I was like, "Where did I put this thing?" It's. Dude. It's somewhere. That's hey. a good feeling, though, as a toy owner, just to be like, yeah, I don't know. It's huge. It's somewhere. It's a Jeffrey's <laughs> toy box. It's nothing to yeah. me. I also haven't. I, I got a couple of those Savage World figures, which I know, Craig, you did, too. Um, I'm looking at them right now. I haven't opened them yet, and I haven't decided if I want to open them yet. But I've also just realized that both Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers name are spelled wrong on the box. Oh, cool. Ooh. Maybe so there's, great. Hey, maybe they don't even have the actual license for them. Well, I'm thinking that that must be it, but, it, but it's weird because the Halloween one says Halloween resurrection on it. And I'm like, wait, why is that Halloween resurrection? And I also noticed the, the Hellraiser one says like Hellraiser three on it. And I'm like, why are they so specific? Whoa. And which, which parts these are from yeah i guess they probably just get certain rights to uh whatever you know specific film based on yeah i don't know the licensing i don't know that is weird how mm-hmm. do they spell freddy krueger it's just like that's what i was gonna ask what's his mis- last his last name krueger on the box is k-r-e-u-g-e-r and that's not how it's spelled Dude. and myers is spelled wrong it's m-e-y-e-r-s oh maybe Dude, are you for real maybe it's just mike myers yeah. Yeah. Well, now I want. Do we have those in package, Craig? Uh, no, I opened them. I want to go buy more now so that we have those like weird um, 
like aw- whatever that is a variant like weird misspelling i love that kind of shit yeah I think, I, I think but i mean honestly i think like what craig's saying I, I think it might be a purposeful thing where they were like well you can have the rights like this but don't put michael myers don't <laughs> they can't say michael hey, myers on. you better not know, spell like his that. name right I don't um, know. It, seem, it seems weird to get two of yeah. them wrong. I yeah. don't, those are the only two I have, so I can't. I'm not like looking at the rest. But you look at the pinhead and it just says deadhead. You're like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. These are all wrong. Uh, that was, that was J- amazing. Jason just the Jason figure doesn't say Jason. It says son of angry mother. <laughs> Special boy. Oh. It just has an extra letter in the name. Yeah. Um, Dude, so. I really like those uh, Savage World figures and also at New York Comic Con, they released uh, images. They're going to put out a line of Batman style yeah. figures like that, That's which cool. they're fine. They're whatever. But I think it's cool, man. They're cool, but they're also putting out a Batcave. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys saw this. I would definitely look it up. It's in the style of like the old Masters of the Universe Castle Grayskull. Yeah. And it's the same size as it. Comes with a ton of accessories, a throne, weapons. And I'm just like, man, Funko's killing it. I'm definitely going to yeah. buy that. I'm going to put my misspelled Freddy Krueger and Mike Myers figures <laughs> in it. Yes. Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they maybe do a, a – uh, like series two with the horror figures because I, I, the, the Batman figures do look cool to me, but I'm, I'm not going to buy any of those. These horror figures, I will keep buying them. I like, like think, think of like if they did a scream, I think they like, they could, they could keep going. They could do a scream. Like think of a Chucky. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I was so thinking. Silly looking, yeah. like. Speaking of scream, when I was driving home today, there was a guy riding his bicycle down the, uh, this is so funny. We had a stressful day, so I completely forgot about this, but I was driving home and a guy passed me on his bicycle. He looked like a teenager and uh, he had a, like, you know where your, your basket would be on your bike? Mm-hmm. Like a basket yeah. in front? He did not have a basket. He just had a scream mask. That's <laughs> he decorated his bike. Yeah, you know, that's that's pretty cool. Like in that. my head, I was playing that that song, like that red rot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good song. It's a great song. Nick Seed, I think, in the or Nick Cave in the Nick Bad Cave, Seeds. Yeah, yeah it's a good song. I should have pulled over, and been like, tight man. What'd you think of uh, Scream Four? Jake hated it. <laughs> yeah. What about Scream Three? What about the end? Or all is the end always good, or is it always bad? What do I you don't think? Know. We're gonna have to right, figure let's get that out. Uh, so yeah, Jake, have you bought anything, uh, besides those Savage World figures? Uh, I bought the Savage World figures. Uh, I did buy, um, I, I finally found the, uh, the classic NECA Pennywise. Um, okay. I picked that, I picked that up and I also picked up a few, uh, like random there, there's some it blind box figures. I'm trying to collect those. I uh, bought a few of those over the weekend. And there's also this company, which I feel bad because I don't have the, I don't have the box in front of me. Um, and it's not, it's not Funko. It's not any of these companies I've heard of, but they have released, um, four, uh, figures. It's Freddy Krueger, um, Jason Voorhees, uh, Chucky and the, the newer Pennywise. And they're kind of like, do you know what like a Cupid doll is? Yeah. They look like that. They're like really cute looking and yeah. um, they're very cool. And I came across them. I had been seeing people post them like on Instagram and stuff. And uh, um, I came across them at FYE and, and I picked up the, the Pennywise. They're really they're super cute. They're like 10 bucks. So I got a couple of small things here and there. But uh, 
don't know, man. That's about it. Okay. That sounds pretty good, though. Abby. I like it. I feel like people, like, we we haven't done this in a while because I think we all went broke over the summer saving up for Dragon. We did. Yeah. We were poor. Uh, Money, please. But, Abby. Yes. Have you picked up anything recently? Uh, yes. And it, and I'm scared to go to Universal Studios in a few weeks because I've been back into the world of Harry Potter and uh, uh it's the wizarding world. The wizarding world. <laughs> yeah, uh I think I, I feel like I sh- if I haven't mentioned it, I should have. They have like mystery wands at Walmart that are exclusive there. What is a mystery wand? I mean, you can get one of I don't know, probably 12 different wands from different characters from Harry Potter and Inside a the package looks like a giant Kit Kat, which is awesome. Like the shape of it. When you open it up, like the wand is inside of a nice soft like velvet encasing, and there's like a, a holographic bookmark of the character whose wand you got. And it's just everything I want. Like it's big, it's cool. substantial. Yeah, exactly. It's got weight to it. Like I want a, a nice wand display set. I don't know what to put them in yet, but dude, yeah, I got that. How many did you get? I got two of them. I've opened one before that that I bought like a few weeks before, and it was Voldemort's. It's very cool. The bookmark's very cool too. I'm using it, so um, I want to get one. That sounds yeah. cool. You you sold me on that for a fifteen for a fifteen dollar for a fifteen dollar wand. Uh, they're pretty well done. Like it, they're not cheap. They've got some weight to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, and they uh, also have smaller wands at Target that are like $5, so you can display the identical smaller version of the larger version next to it. Gotcha. Which is, oh. You got to. You got to oh, have both sizes. Why not, right? You got to have the travel size. Thank you. And uh, Jake, you know those nano figures, the little metal ones? You've seen those at Target? Yep. Yeah. Um, They're all just like on sale. I don't think and any. They're already just like so cheap. <laughs> they're already cheap. A dollar or less, uh, yeah. But Abby yeah. picked up, uh, what'd you get? The... The Harry Potter, like the, I believe it's Dumbledore's like office space. Um, but yeah, it's like a playset. Basically, you see gotcha. it in the adult section in most targets. So yeah. cool. I've yeah. been eyeing it for a while, and Craig bought it for me. So thanks. Yeah, uh, and for all of our listeners out there, we are actually always very interested in what you're buying, uh, mostly yeah. because like it inspires us to go buy stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, it's we will- fun. It's like a it, it's it's like a cycle, but. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Dude, me too. I so, love people who are inspired by us to buy more things. Yes. My friend Julia messaged me. She was like looking at a $700 Balrog like mount for her wall. And oh I was like, God. get it. You should do it. Speaking of that. Oh, well, before I, before I move on, um, we do want to see your stuff. Go to facebook.com slash group therapy. That's not that's not how you get there. God, Facebook.com. <laughs> hey, guys, it's hard. <laughs> yes, I have some cast and then uh, find our official Facebook group. Uh, yes, have some group therapy and uh, get on there. Join up if you're not a member yet and uh, let us know what you've been buying. Uh, we coined the phrase barging about mm-hmm. six months back yeah. uh, to barge is to make a questionable yet very important purchase of a toy or uh, collectible that you've been wanting, even if you can't afford it, even if you have to maybe skip paying some bills for it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got a barge. You move some things around. Yeah, done. you got a barge. You got yeah. a barge. Hey, you just you'll just pay the water bill next month. Yeah, or yeah. who needs water? You'll be fine. You go and get a couple jugs. It's, it's good. Barge goes on sand, not water. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, so uh, one last thing. This Abby uh, has heard about this all day. There's a. Uh, I'm not a big redditor. Uh, but I know a lot of people are, but, but I do get on Reddit from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a subreddit called Amateur Room Porn. Okay. And what it is is people just post pictures of like 
their living rooms, like, or their, you know, like people, their kitchen. Like food porn, there's room porn. Yeah. It's not actual porn. Now, I don't want to go into details on how I found <laughs> or how I stumbled upon <laughs> this subreddit. We but know. once I was there, I was hooked. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Uh, this is better than porn. So <laughs> This is better than porn. It's a room. Uh, I posted a picture of like our living room and it's a picture that Abby had taken a while back. And uh, it's my cover photo right now on Facebook. So yeah, overnight it kind of blew up. And as of right now has, I think 4,000 upvotes, wow. um, which is pretty crazy, but yes, we are bragging. We're bragging, <laughs> but guys, you know, I woke up this morning and I just felt different. I felt better about myself after the, all these upvotes. Um, the comments, there's over a hundred comments. They are, people are fucking crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. a combination of a people like, what are you? The 40 year old virgin high five. Like <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Got a lot of that. And then there's other people who are like, Oh cool. I live in Atlanta too. We should hang out. Like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, then there's people just fat shaming our cat. Because oh. uh, she's in the background and people are like, whoa, that's a big cat. What are you feeding it? Hey, look, somebody called it. Someone said, uh, I think this has to be like a European phrase. Someone goes, that cat is a unit. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. what? U-N-I-T. What All does right. that mean? I don't know. Maybe one of our European or maybe it's not even European. Someone's like, no, that's just what the kids call for. I'm taking it as a compliment. <laughs> so thank you very much. And Anyways. yes. Uh, so if anybody wants to see what uh, the living room looks like, head to reddit.com slash r slash amateur room porn, and we should be the top post. Yeah. There you go. You guys ready to talk about Venom? I'm so ready. Let's do it. All right. So we talked about it a little bit uh, early on. Venom's a thing. I don't even know where to start with this one. Why don't we just do a round table? Yeah. Okay. Did we like it? I mean, was it better started, than answer the call? Here. That's what I, that's our, uh, I'll start off. I never get to start off. Okay. Sure. Um, I thought that this movie was, I can't say that it was painful. It wasn't bad in the way where I was just watching it going, Oh, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. I didn't feel that, but I did feel more often than not bored and confused by its existence. Mm -hmm. There was okay. about a 20 minute stretch midway through the movie where Tom Hardy was kind of transitioning like into having Venom be part of him where I was like, okay, this is, I mean, I'm kind of entertained, but the second I felt a little bit entertained, I got extremely bored. <laughs> like I, I, I would give this movie out of 10, like a three mm -hmm. and I don't want to even say like, Oh, I think there's a good movie in there somewhere. Cause I really don't. I think there's a good Venom movie that can be made. I don't think this movie was formulaic in a way that it, it, a lot of people have said this in the reviews. It felt like something that would have been made in like 2004. Like it was predictable all the beats where it was supposed to be funny, it didn't feel funny. Tom Hardy's a weird casting choice for for Eddie Brock, and like, I'm not going to claim to be like a comic book expert or a Venom expert. Jake, you're probably going to be much more well informed about that stuff than I am. But overall, I would say I did not enjoy Venom. 
Yeah. Oh, yep. I think that Jake should go last because he probably has like the biggest wealth of knowledge about Venom in general. But sure, I did not enjoy this movie. I would give it like a a warm C minus, probably like a two on the one to ten scale. I love that a warm C minus. What yeah. is that? <laughs> it's like there were moments actually by the end of the movie. I was like, there could have been a good movie in here because seeing Tom Hardy functioning as like communicating with venom like with it under control and stopping evil even though that last bit which was like part of the um like the teaser or the trailer for that movie that ended up being like pretty much the last oh yeah that's a new thing that they're doing with movies yeah they're putting the last scene of the movie dude that wasn't that's not cool or sneaky or anything it's unsatisfying when you're like oh i've already seen this yet this is the very end of it the best part of the movie, you've already spoiled it, Craig, was the uh, the cut, the six-minute cut from the new animated Spider-Man movie. Um, but yeah, back to Venom, it was not... God, it was... there. Tom Hardy, I love him. God bless him, I guess. I don't say that that often, but he's a... I really do like him, so I wouldn't say it was painful to watch him uh, in this role, but he's so hard to understand. It was something that I personally was having a hard time getting past, like the idea of him being a reporter... Um, when he doesn't seem to really fit that role and how his career came crashing down all basically in like one day and he's like looking at one ads for like dishwasher jobs. And I'm like, in the real world, he would probably just be starting a podcast or going to like a rival network or doing something else if he was as good and as famous as he seemed in the beginning of that movie. I also hated uh, Michelle Williams in that like fake Pepper Potts character. I was just not into her. She had a wig on. It was weird. <laughs> Sony does weird things. And seeing the Sony logo in the beginning of the movie, I would just get flashbacks to answer the call. Um, but yeah, dude, it, this just, it, it, mm, I wouldn't say it was like a flaming turd. I've heard people say that because of that line or whatever, but it was, it was not great. Jacob Walsh. Yeah. Uh, this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. this movie All right, sucks. everybody. This that was episode. Okay. <laughs> this movie is dumb. It's very like, it, this movie feels like, uh, it feels like a two hour pre-show Universal Studios video. Like, none of it feels real. Like, the action sequences, like the motorcycle scene is so... It looks very bad. It's just like... It keeps cutting to, like, Eddie Brock with these really dumb one-liners. It all... it Like, it feels like you're watching the Terminator show at Universal Studios. Yeah. But it's fine when you're watching something live at Universal Studios, and it's 10 minutes long, and it's a little cheesy. When it's a fucking two-hour, you know, you know, movie with, like, millions of dollars behind it, um, it shouldn't feel like that. Uh this this whole Venom character is so far from what Venom is ever that it just makes it makes no sense. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if we have enough time to, like, go through all the weird shit in this movie. Like, all of a sudden, Venom's like, oh, I like you. I want to protect Earth now. Like, just the fact that they have Venom being like, I'm a loser on my on my planet. Oh, like, yeah. That's so uh, stupid. Like, uh, Jake, there was nothing about uh, fucking uh, Tom Hardy or Eddie Brock that seemed like a loser other than the fact that Venom was calling him that. I'm yeah, like, he's a great looking guy. He had a nice apartment. <laughs> he's got a good ass job. He's doing well. Like, what the fuck? You can, that's yeah. telling, not it's, showing. I don't understand. Um... I don't understand uh, what Tom Hardy is doing in this movie. Like, I don't know if maybe um, 
after he read the script and was like, maybe he, he jumped on because he was like, maybe he heard the word Marvel somewhere and he was like, Oh, this is going to be good because all the Marvel movies are doing well. I'm jumping into it. And then maybe after he read the script, he decided to just fucking act like Jim Carrey in fucking Batman. Dude. His, his his acting in this is fucking weird. He's like all over the place. He's like his line delivery is literally like a like a it, it's like watching uh, Craig. You said someone like compared it to liar, liar. It seems like he is <laughs> doing an impression of Jim Carrey and liar, like the scene where he jumps in the fucking tank and starts eating lobsters. I was like, oh, what movie is this? Like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, because nobody tries to prevent him physically from doing that. Yeah, none of that makes sense to me. You know what really blew my mind? Um, Riz Ahmed, who played Carlton Drake, um, which eh, I guess is a character from the comics as well. He's kind of the what, like a foe of Spider-Man and Venom or whatever. Uh, that dude plays Bodhi in uh, Rogue One, and he's really good in it. Yeah, like he's also he's also yeah. in that movie Nightcrawler, and he's really good in that. Yeah, and it's just weird because like, like his, I get what they were trying to do with this character in this movie. Like, it felt almost like an Elon Musk. Like, this guy is a genius, but he's going to use his powers for bad. Like, just kind of your. I'm just going to put it out there. This felt like a DC movie to me, dude. Yes, that this, there yeah. were like notes of Jesse Eisenberg, kind of like that. Well, like, oh, he's a yes. I, I, I was listening to another show and they were talking about this movie and, and I and I looked this up to try to see where I can find uh, proof of this. But apparently, like, you know, back there was the, the Sony leaks. Um, oh, yeah. They were said they were saying that the script, this Venom script is the same movie that was going to be in like uh, whenever they were doing the amazing Spider-Man. However, you know, with uh, Andrew Garfield this movie was going to be one of those, like they, they were going to make a Venom movie back then. And they, this is the same script is what they were saying. They're saying that like, they're very like minimal changes to the script. Um, and it feels like one of, it feels like those, um, those amazing Spider-Man movies. Like it just mm-hmm. feels really dumb. And like, like Eddie Brock is a lot like, uh, um, Electra was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just so like over the top and cartoony and like, wh- where the fuck is this coming from? But like, if even if you put all of the the weird choices and the acting choices and the script aside, uh, like this movie as a, just Venom as a character is like it's this is awful. Like Venom is supposed to be like the thing that, you know, you know, they made this movie PG-13 and they were like, we can't make it rated R because, well, you know, maybe we're going to try to, you know, crossover at some point and the other movies are not, but like, that's one of the good things about Spider-Man is like Spider-Man is all like wholesome and he's fun and he's like, he's in a good mood all the time. And you really enjoy watching Spider-Man. Venom is supposed to be like the complete opposite. You know what I mean? Like Eddie Brock is not a good guy. He hates Peter Parker. Like he, he is a journalist, but he's like kind of a shithead. And the whole thing is that he's like jealous of Peter Parker and, he, he gets, you know, the Venom uh, symbiote and, like, becomes this fucking scary, like, rated R. He's eating, he's, gr- like, he's fucking shit up. It's supposed to be the opposite of Spider-Man. It's supposed to be the thing where, 
you know, he's the ultimate Spider-Man villain. So you're supposed to be like, uh, it's supposed to feel serious. Does his character take like a face turn at some point? Like he does, he does at some point, he does at some point, but but they're uh, just starting him off right now. It's so much later. Yeah. It's so much later. And it it, it is more (laughs) of like a, he does become kind of like a vigilante thing, but like for so long, he was just like, Venom was the big bad. You know what I mean? He my, was like the big villain. My, my yeah. big issue is that in the comics, you know, you can have standalone Venom comics and Venom stories, but like at its core, he's supposed to be the foe of Spider-Man. And it just feels strange to try to launch a standalone franchise without Spider-Man. Yeah. Like it. And that if when the Joker movie comes out next year, like if they're not, leaning towards Batman being a part of that world, then it makes it so much less interesting for me because what's interesting about any of these comics uh, is that you've got heroes and you've got villains who, who are like, you know, two sides of the same coin basically. And without that, like, I don't care about a Venom universe or a Spider-Man villain universe that doesn't cross over to the MCU. Cause I just don't have the ability to invest like, it's too hard to explain like why there would be a separate universe. Like I'm sure people are going to this movie, like the average everyday moviegoer does not know the difference between a Sony or a Fox or a Marvel MCU movie. No, yeah. Some of them they, don't know the difference between DC and Marvel. Like, yeah. In oh God. Isn't that the worst one's like, dude, when's Batman yeah. going to like fight? Iron Man. Dude, I suffer like, those conversations <laughs> at work. I'm like, ah. when's it gonna happen? <laughs> but it's even, but it's even more so because like, uh, the, the Joker movie is a little different because we've had so many versions of the Joker and we've watched the Joker. Like, we know what the Joker is about. Like, this is kind of besides uh, Sam Raimi Spider Man three that I think most people have kind of just like forgotten about and and like purposefully just kind of put out of their mind. This was supposed to be like, okay, they're going to, we're going to do Venom, right? Like we're going to, you know, we've already, nobody's seen. It's weird introducing like, like everything I know of Venom is, you know, reading comic books, collecting cards, watching the old animated uh, Spider-Man series. And every time Venom, you know, every time they get into the Venom storylines, it turns into a heavy thing. You're like, fuck, Venom is here. So then the first time you see him in a movie, it's just like he's fucking cracking jokes and and like being a good like, I'm going to help you save her. It's like, fuck that. That is not what we should be watching. What Venom needs is somebody, you know, the reason why Deadpool turned out so good is because Ryan Reynolds was like, look. I love this character. I want to do it justice. I'm a comedic actor, which is not what Tom Hardy is. Well, I feel like, mm. and so this movie, it just feels like, like when you, when I'm watching the ending credits and it's like, you know, your, your familiar names at, at Sony and you see Amy Pascal's name and you see that it was executive produced by Tom Hardy and it just – and then it was like I, – I feel bad. Like the director, Ruben Fleischer, like he seems like he's probably a good guy. He directed Zombieland. He's, he's had some success. He was rumored to be involved with a Ghostbusters 3 uh, you know, project at some point. I'm kind of glad that didn't happen at this point. Uh, it just feels weird. It doesn't feel like there's a vision. It feels like Sony said we have to have a Venom movie. We own this property. Let's do something with it. And that's what's happening. Yeah, that's what's happening. But uh, it's making a lot of money, 
which is always it is, mate. It is. And all these fucking like shitty. That's why DC still like, I mean, DC is, you know, making some of the worst movies right now, but we're all still going to see them. So like, it's, it's all of our fault, but well, we uh, have to see. We have a podcast. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, it's it's like a weird. These movies all are going to make money. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't mean that it's good. Uh, like, Venom made Venom, eighty billion domestic. It almost made its budget back in one weekend, and it's doing really well yeah. overseas. Because um, the character I it, I has, also, I think it also hasn't opened in China yet. Mm. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, man. The char- you know, any kid who grew up in the nineties, even if you just like Venom versus Carnage wasn't that like a Sega game that everybody was obsessed with like mm-hmm. or Maximum Carnage whatever it was yeah uh, and that's who was introduced at the end of the movie yeah uh, the post credit scene yeah. yeah the Woody Harrelson mm-hmm. Car- yeah like it sounds like they're gonna just keep rolling with it what I would love to see is like what would be amazing if they were like okay this character works people go see it let's get a badass script like I'm cool keeping it Tom Hardy but maybe just like a little bit of a change in the tone and a change mm. in the direction. And like, I would love to see this universe actually link up to the MCU, but not if it's going to be that. I don't think they can at this point. I, I like this movie's too bad. They, they, they can't do it. There, there's no way it's going to happen. Like Feige had nothing to do. Like he had no input in this movie. Like this was all purely Sony. And, um, this movie's just like there's no like Marvel is probably looking at this movie and they're like there's no way that movie is going to be associated with our movie. It's just not. It's not on the same level at all. Um, I think to do Venom right, you need to like Venom is something that should have been teased in the very first that should have been teased in Homecoming. They should have like it, it's too long of a story. Like there has to be, uh, you know. The, the whole space, like someone's got to go to space. You got to you got to hear that first. The second Spider-Man movie should be him finding the black suit. Like Spider-Man wears that black suit for for a while before he realizes that it, it's it's not good for him. And when he takes that suit off, then it finds Eddie Brock and becomes Venom. That should be like the third movie. And it, it should be just like how Thanos is built up to or, you know, some of these other like Marvel villains, he should, he should kind of be built up to it's too, it's too big of a history and too much of a story to just fucking throw it into a movie all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree. I, I think it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Um, but I just, it just wasn't fun, man. I want to ha- like I went into it open minded. I mean, it's it's hard to be open minded about a movie when literally everybody's saying, "Oh, it's a big yeah. piece of shit." Yeah. And then my own expectations, like I didn't think any of the trailers were good. Um, one thing that's interesting, two or two things I should say, is that about eight or nine months ago, it was reported and practically confirmed that Tom Holland filmed a cameo as Peter Parker. I remember Parker us talking about that for yeah. this movie. I wonder if Marvel called and was like, hey, don't do that. Probably. Get it, get it out of there. Probably. I, they like, sent I would, Iron Man to pull him out. Tom yeah. Holland's so innocent. He probably went and saw Venom this week. He was like, where am I? I thought I was going to be this. That was cool. He was like, he thought he was going to be the after credit scene. He was like, who the fuck is that guy? He calls Robert Downey Jr. He's like, Mr. Stark, where am I? <laughs> hey, oh, I feel who, so good. Like, who? You know, <laughs> 
<laughs> Stop talking shit about this movie. Uh, who really wants to watch like a character that just eats people and bites people's heads off like in PG-13? Dude, like, yes. Like, good point. If you can't see, are, they, they cut away. Are, it's stupid. Yeah, there are like four or five times where someone's head or just or a whole body gets devoured and it's cut away every time. Like Jake, I was like, I'm gonna have to go watch Hereditary when I get home just to get that satisfaction. Even even like Jurassic World shows a few. Like they they cut away sometimes, but even like the Jurassic Park and the Jurassic World movies, like will show somebody getting eaten. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? Yeah, I think that's like it's that weird tone of like we're badass, but we also can't show you too much. Hey, that makes we, it feel we, like that Electra or like some dumb like early 2000s stuff. Yeah. We can we can you know throw some light cursing in here and, and have the ve- and venom curse to be funny, but we can't show you him eating anybody. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think Deadpool and Logan have proven that you could do an R-rated uh, comic book movie and keep it faithful to the source material. Uh, but and it can also be so special that they do like with Deadpool two, like the edited version that's PG thirteen for kids because it's got like a good message to it. Let's it's just talk just about this real story, quick, yeah. real quick, real quick. In, in Tom Hardy said there was a lot cut from this movie. Um, it's Sony. This is this is their track record. This yeah. is not surprising, right? We mm-hmm. let me tread lightly here. Hold on, let me back up. Let beep. me back it up. Beep beep. beep. Beep, 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 beep. Remember that on Seinfeld? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, that was my Seinfeld reference. Cool. Uh, why would we expect Sony to put out an intellectual property that is beloved like Venom or like Ghostbusters and give it the care and proper uh, nurturing that it needs? Because... If you go back to Answer the Call, when Answer the Call was greenlit, it wasn't because Paul Feig came to Amy Pascal and Sony and, and, and said, I've got a great idea for a story. I know how to bring Ghostbusters back and do justice to the originals. I know how to build this world and give you guys a franchise that can go on for 10 or 15 years. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll, he said, I'll do it. He was the one director who was like, okay, I'll do Ghostbusters. And he had a track record of making successful movies and doing well in the box office. And he said, okay, and I'll do it with four women. That didn't even sell it on them. They just were happy that somebody was doing it. So therefore, that tells me that the casting of Tom Hardy was, oh, yeah, we got Tom Hardy. And people like Venom. And I don't think they care about Venom. I don't think they care about the characters the way that you see happening at Disney with Marvel. Yeah. Where they say they have people who understand like yeah. the origins it's, of these characters. Yeah. And- well, it's because over at Sony you have just like a corporation and they're and it's just like a group of there's nobody there's no you know, Feige over there. There's no person just overseeing everything who had like Feige's got a vision, you know, like he he's like he knows what should where things should be going and it's like over at sony it's just you got a room full of people who are like yeah i guess let's make a venom movie sony has been mm-hmm. trying to launch a spider-man villain universe for the past five years they've been yeah they, why that sinister six movie was supposed to happen like 
Listen, Sony had their chance. They screwed up the Tobey Maguire uh, Spider-Man movies. Mm -hmm. They screwed up by just releasing these underwhelming Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. And maybe they should just stop. Maybe they should do uh, what they did with Spider-Man and said, hey, let's make money off these characters, but let's put them in the hands of people who know what they're doing. Yeah. That's exactly what should happen. And it and it feels really like it's such a big letdown. It's it's exactly like how Marvel was like, you you know, when the Avengers is happening and, you, and you're like, oh, cool, there's this great Marvel Cinematic Universe that can't use, you know, the Fantastic Four, the X-Men or Spider-Man, who are all big parts in the in the in the Marvel Universe. And then, like, when Marvel finally got Spider-Man, you're like, oh, like, look how good this is. And it's kind of the same way with Spider-Man and Venom. You know, it's like, oh, Spider-Man can make their own trilogy of movies over here. But something is missing when you can't, you know, bring in some like really iconic villains just because Sony is like, no, we're going to make shitty movies with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There you have it. Any final thoughts, Abby, before we move on to our... That's just selfish. They need to share them and they need to give them to someone with a vision. And yeah. Listen. We talk. We, we, we talk. Listen. We we <laughs> listen. I was called out on that this week. Hey, you got a catchphrase. Listen. Where, where's my laugh track? Uh, I know that it's a lot harder than just saying, "Just do it. Just make it happen." I know that there's mm-hmm. a lot of hands in the cookie jar. There's a lot right. of pieces to the puzzle. It's not easy to get a movie made. It's a lot of money. There's a lot at stake. But what I'm saying is, if you look at Disney. And you look at the MCU, they're doing it. They've done it. They figured it out. Yep. DC is trying their best to figure it out. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but I, I worry. And I don't really worry about Ghostbusters as much these days because right now Ghost Core is developing the projects that, that mm-hmm. they think should be made. A lot of people don't realize this. If you go back to when Answer the Call was made, Ivan Reitman had nothing to do with that. Dan Aykroyd had no, – their hands were tied. They they did not – that's why they were actively developing a fucking Ghostbusters movie directed by the Russo brothers starring Chris Pratt and Channing Tatum. That sounds like some big-time Hollywood reporter news. Uh, it just didn't happen because they, they couldn't get it done – uh, they didn't have the control of the franchise yet. They couldn't be the decision makers, and they were basically eh, swindled a little bit. They would never admit to it. Actually, Dan Aykroyd kind of has. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you say? They're never going to let Paul feedback on the Sony lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Dan. Uh, we should make "Where's Paul Feig" shirts for Fan Fest. <laughs> he li- he lives in the uh, the Breaking Bad RV now. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Feig's given the studio tour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, poor guy well listen we can wrap up our Venom talk and mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll track the box office and, and track the developments and uh, yeah but there's other things to talk about but before we yeah, get there sure. I did want to let everybody know if you're a listener of Yes I Have Some Podcast and you enjoy what you listen to on a weekly basis please make sure that you are heading to iTunes even if you don't listen to us on iTunes Go to iTunes, search Yes Have Some, and leave us a review. 
A five-star review and a few comments about what you like about YHS helps us more than you know. It gives us more exposure, gets our name out there. Mm -hmm. We've actually had a a couple reviews in the last couple weeks come through, so we really appreciate you guys doing that. Keep them coming. It helps us a ton. And if you like interacting with us, if you want to tell us about what you're buying, if you want to tell us what you think of Venom, maybe you think it was amazing and you want to give us the business Find us on social media at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast. And of course, like we mentioned earlier, this is becoming my favorite segment of the week. I didn't know, but people seem to really enjoy it. So Abigail Gardner, if people want to find us on Yes Have Some Group Therapy, the official discussion group for Yes Have Some Podcast, what are they doing? I'm going to nail it this time. They go to Facebook. They log in. They go to they go to Yes Have Some Podcast. Hey, I'm already screwing you up. It's because you, you, okay, you know what, guys? It's not hard. Just search for Yes, Have Some Group Therapy on your Facebook. It will pop that's up. It. That's yeah, it. that's, that's literally me. it. Yeah. Then I it. have to approve you, and, and that's on me. So <laughs> that's pro- that's it. That's I all just, I have to do. I like that you always start with log in as log, if you got to start at the beginning. Finding a computer. library. Obviously, <laughs> can't find a library. Go to a hotel. They usually have a have an internet access uh, computer in the lobby. You can use it, um, and it, you get some continental breakfast while you're there too. It's free, convenient. It's all free. <laughs> Um, just pro I, tips. I have a question. I don't know if we can talk about this, but I don't. I don't know what our situation is. Okay. Yeah. Patreon. Yes, it's a thing. We, I'm wondering if we can talk about what's in these boxes yet. Have these well, boxes gone out? They've gone out. But here's okay. my here's my here's my uh, trepidation. Okay. We've got a major hurricane affecting the South. Right. It's probably go- this episode is going to be released on Thursday. It's probably going to be four days or so until everybody's getting their YHS Collectors Club boxes. And if you don't know what we're talking about, what it is is we've got patreon.com slash yes have some is a platform where you can contribute uh, financially back to yes have some. It helps us with our website costs, our hosting, equipment, all of that. It's a way for you to support yes have some for as little as $1 a month. You can become a yes, have some patron. And we've got all these tiers, $10 a month. You get the bonus episode, $25 a month or uh, higher. You get the YHS VHS club. And what we're talking about right now is the yes, have some collectors club. And what that is, is for $50 a month, four times a year, you are going to get a box in the mail, in the meal, uh, with curated collectibles and yes, have some merchandise that we have personally selected uh, and you get this box in the mail. It's going to have five to eight items, uh, and it's amazing. We've got people who are getting these boxes now. They're part of the Collectors Club. And the fun is in the mystery of what people are going to get in there. So yeah, we don't want to yeah. spoil it, spoil but trust it. me, I wish we could. But next week we'll talk about it. Next week. Yeah. Next week. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to get on the bonus episodes or get in with uh, Yes, Have Some Patreon, you're just going to go to patreon.com slash yes, have some. Every single dollar helps us more than we could even explain because uh, we're just trying to keep the lights on, uh, especially during a hurricane. Yeah. And Jake needs yeah. bottled water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if anybody wants to send Jake any bottled water, batteries, flashlights. Maybe a raft. Uh, uh, like a generator. Uh, it's yeah. Jacob Walsh, 
123 <laughs> Main Street, Anytown, USA. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, no, it's uh, actually. Um, <laughs> You're going to do another care one? of Linda Blair. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. God. We're going to get her. Care That's not a threat. Her. I'm just saying. We're going to get her on the podcast. <laughs> we're going to get, get her on the podcast. Yes. Are y'all ready to talk about? I just said y'all. Look at me. I'm a southerner. Today, Pet Cemetery, the brand new trailer for the movie. It's coming out of nowhere. Like, I feel like they just started filming this thing. It's coming out next year. It's the remake of the original based on the novel by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Directed by Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer. Widmeyer. Uh, they did that movie Starry Eyes. Have not seen it yet. I know Jake saw it. Uh, trailer dropped today. Jake and Abby are Stephen King fanatics, or as I like to call, bona fide horror and ghost story. What is it? What's the line? Are you doing The Shining? I, I love my I love The Shining. Horror, it's one horror of my, addicts or yeah, something. Yeah. something like I, I, I misquote The Shining all the time. But yeah, I'll tell you good. what, I went to it's a Longhorn Steakhouse the other day, sat down, and the bartender says, can I pour you a drink? He poured me one, and I said... Here's to five long, miserable <laughs> months on the wagon. Uh, none of that happened. When you started that, I was like, wait, you went to Longhorn without me? I'm so jealous. And uh, all the damage it caused. It uh, it got, some golf. Yeah. Oh my hey, God. It got really weird jealous. when I was looking at the hostess and I was like, I'm going to bash your fucking brains in. <laughs> I'm going to bash them right in. Uh, that's Craig Saturday. That's my Saturday. Let's talk about Pet Cemetery. Trailer dropped. Stars Jason Clark, who was in, I don't know, one of those Planet of the Apes movies mm-hmm. and uh, some bunch of other stuff. Uh, let's do it, guys. Jake, what'd you think? Um, I think it looks good, man. Uh, like they, they, they posted a, a few, um, pictures and a poster, uh, a few days ago before the trailer dropped and right away I, I liked everything. Like I, I, I'm, I'm into this cast. Uh, I really like, uh, the casting of Judd. Um, God, what's his name? Crandall? Segwin. Uh, uh, John Lithgow? John Lithgow. John Lithgow. I really like John Lithgow, and, and I think he's a he's a good choice to play Judd. And uh, the, the fucking church looks great. I love that it like yeah. looks like the cat from the original artwork. Yeah, uh, on the on, cover. On the, on the cover of the book. The fucking font on the poster is like the Stephen King font from his old books. It looks cool. Yeah. Uh, the trailer looks great to me. Uh, it, it looks really creepy and spooky, and it's got a nice like atmosphere to it. Like, there's a lot of hints, you know, of of stuff from the movie and from the book in there. Um, I, I will say really quick. I'm trying to just do my quick my quick thing. The only thing in the trailer that seems weird to me is all the kids with the masks. I knew Jake um, was not going to like the kids with the masks. I wrote that down. Jake will not like Jake kids with not masks. Jake does not like kids well, with masks. Well, well, well here's, here's, I'll, I'll say why really quick. Like at first, so you see them, obviously they're doing like a funeral and in, and in that, in that context, it's fine. Like it's fine. But like, it shows them like popping up in the house and stuff. And I'm like, are we going to get weird ghost kids with masks throughout this movie? I know it's like super it looks like the Wyatt family on WWE. Yeah, it's like super. It's super weird and like that's such a that's such a like lame horror movie trope to to throw in. Uh, Laughing like, children. Pet Cemetery has a lot of very scary things in it. It doesn't need like kids and masks like that. It doesn't need that. Yeah. But, uh, 
it's too early to tell. Um, you could chalk that up to like a dream sequence so. or some yeah, shit yeah, like that's, that. that. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not I'm not too worried about it. Besides that, everything else in the trailer I think looks really good. Like you get a you get like two small glimpses of Pascal and um, he's terrifying and yeah. and just gross and scary. They don't show Zelda, which I think is good. And I don't want to see. Yeah. I don't want to see anything else. Like I don't want to see Zelda. I, I, hey, I Jake, did read. Nobody yeah. ever wanted to see Zelda. Nobody wants to see Zelda. <laughs> I did. I did read that. Um, Craig's shaking his head. He doesn't understand. I, I just. I'm, I'm, I'm on the breath of the wild Wikipedia right now. I'm like they're talking about <laughs> Zelda for some reason. <laughs> um, I, I just bought a ocarina off eBay. <laughs> Uh, for, for, for those who don't know, Zelda is, um, like a, a child. I don't know how old she, I can't remember how old she is in the book, but she's a child who has some, some pretty big health conditions and she's like scary to some of the other, like, she's just mm-hmm. a scary character mm-hmm. in the movie. She's played by like a 30 year old guy in really heavy makeup. And, um, I read that they're going to keep this closer to the book. It's not going to be played by like an adult. It is going to be played, you know, by someone the age of the character. Um, But they said they weren't ready to reveal that yet. And I don't think they should. I think they should keep some of that scarier, um, heavier stuff away from the advertising. Um, Yeah, it looks great. I like starry eyes. Uh, That movie's really intense. Um, I think these. I think it'd be good. Like I've read a lot of uh, of good stuff from these guys who, where they've said, you know, they they want to they want to be respectful to the movie and the book, and they are going to be doing some things that the movie doesn't do. They are going to take some liberties, but everything they're doing, they're trying to keep in spirit of the of the story, and uh, I think that's a good way to go. Yeah, dude, Abby. I mean, I agree with you on all those points. I. I felt a little bit weird seeing the kids in the masks because it, it felt like something that wasn't necessarily part of the book. And it also did remind me of the Wyatt family a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that saying possibly that's a dream sequence kind of calms those fears a little bit. I thought that this was I like the way that the trailer rolled out because it was kind of similar to the book in the way that it's like it's slow. It's beautiful. You look at the house, you're taking it all in. And then when you see that the giant semi drive by, it's like a kind of you yeah. feel that gush. And then by the the end of the trailer, things are like going rapid fire and you're seeing really terrifying stuff. Right. It's spiraling out. I like the kid who's playing Gage. He looks just like the kid from the <clears throat> original movie. Let it's me two try. kids. It's two it's kids, two? by the way. Oh, let, me, okay. let me try. Twins. Let me try. Let's give them quick. both credit. Uh, those kids look a lot like that kid who played Gage. Uh, yeah. You forget, Gage was a big part of our childhood. That guy's in a lot, and I want to get him on the podcast. Yeah. The kid who played Gage, his name's Michael Hughes. Yep. He was a new, new nightmare. New nightmare. Oh shit! Uh, full house, pet cemetery, like uh, Dude, kindergarten cop. Is he yep. the one that says uh, boys have a girl? Uh, yeah. Boys have a penis. Girls have a, bagi- a vagina. Yep. Uh, wow. Hey, uh, we should get him on the podcast. And the first question will be like, so uh, that whole thing about girls having a vagina. Tell us more about that. <laughs> Tell us. You still think that? <laughs> um, so I'm gonna do some uh, some research and find out how to get in touch with Michael Hughes. Hey. There's a lot of listeners to YHS. If you know Mike O'Hughes, put him in touch with us. It's yeheavesomecast at gmail.com. We want to talk to him. Yes. All right. Back to the Pet Cemetery trail. Abby. Oh, I'm still chatting. Yeah, honestly, I thought it was a scary trailer, and I'm excited for this movie. I really loved the book, and the trailer, um, it felt—I watched it twice today, and I'm, I'm excited about it. Like, I— 
my thoughts are pretty much echoing what Jake said. I'm trying to think if there was anything that really stood out to me. I like John Lithgow as Judd Crandall. I really liked seeing the mist and stuff in the forest and the burial ground. I thought that the cemetery itself looked really good when you see the big knotted branches of the trees that are like behind it. Um, It just it's it's eerie. And it's I mean, the things I loved about that book, it's like kind of a study on on the passage of uh, death and time and like the seasons. And like it, it's a very beautiful book in the beginning. And it's I, I'm that imagery is in the movie. So I'm yeah. I'm excited about it, dude. <clears throat> I think that there's some fucked up shit in the book, too, which we haven't seen, like some of them flashbacks and stuff. So there's I'm a, excited. Oh yeah, for sure. Like there's a lot of great, scary stuff in there. Like uh, uh, Judd tells a story about his dog and and about you know, the bull that gets put in the, the pet center. There's some weird shit that happens. And there's, there, there are some sequences in that book. Like, uh, you know, there's, there's a scene where, um, they're walking the path or not even both of them. It's just, um, uh, the, the dad is walking the path to the cemetery and, and he's like being haunted by all these ghosts the entire way there. And it's, it's like a very scary part in the book that yeah. the you know the movie never touches on and uh, and and I don't I don't know if this one's going to do that either but like just when they show there's like a quick shot of the path with the mist that you were just talking about and it instantly made me think of that part of the book and I was like oh I wonder if we're yeah. going to get some of that stuff and um you know I I went back and and watched the original pet cemetery after I read the book and I always really loved the movie until I read the book and then I was like oh man there's there's a few things in here that I feel like really fell short of what they could have done. And, um, when Gage comes back in the, in the book, he, he is very scary. Like in the movie, he's very silly. And you know, it's a, it's a, it was in the eighties and it's a kid and you know, obviously a hat and a cane. Yeah. (laughs) You you can only, you can only do so much. Yeah. He's still too cute. He's like, but in the book, he like, He's like talking at like a grown up level when he comes back and and the things that he says to Judd like before he kills him are yeah. like they're just like nightmare inducing things that he's I'm just like, whoa, like this is awful what we're what we're hearing here. Yeah. And I and I hope um I hope they do more of that. I hope I hope and I think they will. I don't think this is gonna be, you know, as silly. Like if you think about the way the original Pet Cemetery ends, it's very like creep show ish. Like mm-hmm. that movie that movie is scary, but then there are a few things that are just like, Oh, this feels like a comic book horror. Mm-hmm. You know, this feels like Tales from the Crypt, you know? And yep. I think these guys are gonna are are gonna maybe take some of that corniness out of it and it's <sighs> hopefully it's gonna be you know, good and scary. Yeah. Uh, when I watched the trailer, uh, it kind of reminded me when I've watched the it trailer for the first time, because really I haven't read the book. My only frame of reference is the movie. And even mm-hmm. though pet cemetery, like a lot of the Stephen King adaptations were kind of made for TV and they don't really age very well. They're pretty cheesy, but pet cemetery yeah. is a pretty legit, like it, it's pretty scary. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fred Gwynn's awesome in that movie. Yeah. Although I do like John Lithgow, third rock from the sun. Uh, yeah. wait, just had an idea, way off topic. Dwayne The Rock Johnson should do a reality show once he has his third kid, and they should call it Third Son from The Rock. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> uh, That's th- a great idea. That show will be made in like 20 or 30 years yeah. in homage to him. I yeah, bet. there we go. Uh, but anyways, uh, John Lithgow. Oh, you know, Write it now. John Lithgow was also in, uh, he was in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And uh, yeah. 
So these Planet of the Apes movies are really churning out uh, some talent. Maybe Mark Wahlberg will be in the next Stephen King movie. God, I hope not. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no, I swear there was a clown. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think this movie looks awesome. But yeah, it kind of reminds me when I watched the It trailer for the first time where you're seeing like that. You know, modern horror movies are treated with much more respect. Uh, and there's a lot. It's the there's an art form to it. Like when you watch a movie like Hereditary or uh, any of these these kind of critically acclaimed horror movies or even it, like these are well-made films. So it's going to be really cool to see Pet Cemetery uh, in the hands of, uh, <laughs> unlike Venom, uh, people who probably have a ton of respect for the source material. And right. mm-hmm. uh, like when Abby said, when that semi-truck goes by, it's it, you forget. My immediate thought is like, oh, they shouldn't have moved there. They should not have moved there. You know what, Craig? They shouldn't have. That's a, that's a dangerous... That truck's going too fast. What's Dang. happening? Hey, they better... Uh, oh, my God. I just got so sad thinking about the book. Oh, my God. That yeah. book is... Mm. Yeah, there's some stuff. Yeah. Not that I know. God damn it. Yeah, but I no, saw you got, reading it. Yeah. I remember I was uh, eating a snow cone, <laughs> and I was like, said. oh, Abby's reading that book over there. Something's Woo! going on. I'm gonna keep eating this snow cone. Yeah, I'm about to reread it. Like I want to, I want to reread it um, before the movie comes out. But you know, I'm, I think I'm gonna go ahead and knock it out now. Do it. Yeah. That way, it's not like super fresh in my like. I f- sometimes feel too like fresh is not good because then you like not, nitpick. And I've been, you know, I've been uh, all, all the Stephen King reading that I've been doing for the last two years. Um, as soon as the book's done, I'll watch whatever movie. Yeah. If there was a movie and, and some of these movies I, I had not seen before. And, um, most of the time it has been like, Oh, well, this is not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even some of the movies I have seen after reading the book and then immediately watching the movie, you're, you, you got that book in your, in the mind. And yeah, dude, most, I, I won't say all the time, you know, there, there have been a few where I have liked the movie better. There have been a few where I haven't liked either, but yeah. You gotta watch Pet Cemetery 2, because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I haven't Dude, seen Pet Cemetery 2 is great. And we've obviously talked about going to the film locations here in Georgia. Yeah, and uh, your, your buddy's in it. Yeah, you gotta... Huh? Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Edward Furlong. I've Furlong. tried to black his name out from my memory. Um, <laughs> yeah, Edward Furlong's in that, so yeah. I guess we should see it. There you go. There you go. I remember when the poster came out, I was like, Dude, John Connor's in Pet Cemetery 2? I don't even know what that is, but I'm watching it. I just remember like the, the, the dad or the stepdad, I can't remember is like eating and he's got like, is he he got like duct tape over his neck? (laughs) So there's like food coming out of it or Uh, something. (laughs) I can't wait to see it. God, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, This is also Jake, a very good time of year to read that book. This is, I read Pet Cemetery this time last year. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, it's appropriate. Appropriate. Do Um, it. So, yeah, we're kind of like in this really cool spot where like all these Stephen King books are getting like very loving adaptations. Loving adaptations. So it, and then there was the one on Netflix that's scary. Gerald's Game. That uh, one. The one that Abby Gerald's seems Game, to watch. 1922. Uh, Dark Tower, not as much. That's oh a whole boy. different story. Woo, that uh, one got the Venom treatment. <laughs> yeah, uh, it did. Sure did. That one got, did Sony put that out? Yes. Yes, they of did. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it is so funny because they did uh, <laughs> it's not a joke we didn't make that up uh-huh. um god we're mm-hmm. like we're like we um, don't you ever uh, sometimes i wake up and 
I have a dream where I'm like, oh, Ghostbusters got sold to Universal or uh, anybody else. <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. We got Fan Fest coming up next year. We're gonna be on the Sony lot. We better be careful. Okay. Yeah, they're not going to let us on. We, yeah, we got to be Yay! careful because we're going to be listening to this. We're going to be, hey, we're going to be in the outside of the Sony gates with Paul Feig trying to get into Dude, Fan Fest. Yes! Our girlfriends are in there. <laughs> oh my God. Blacklisted, I love it. That's so good. Oh, God. Dude, Pete Mosin's just standing in the front. He's like, a lot of people's girlfriends are in there. Dude, it's going to be Mosin, <laughs> us, and Paul Feig all in the outskirts. Yep. It's, that's what, hey. We're, we're going to have our own fan fest. Don't help us in with him. <laughs> John Yurkeva, please, if you're listening, and I know you are, uh, will you please whip up a quick image of <laughs> us, Paul Feig, and Pete Mosin outside of the Sony gates begging to get into fan fest? Please. While, like, Let me in. Like, Troy... And Chris Stewart are like eating hot dogs. We're gonna have to put John on the payroll. We gotta get on the payroll. Hey, we keep asking him to do artwork. Yeah, I want to. um, I want (laughs) to promote uh, John's stuff real quick. John is uh, doing the Inktober stuff, and he's putting up uh, new images every week. And he's on another level with this stuff. He's doing uh, an original series based on Tobin. Uh, from Tobin's Spirit Guide, so it is Ghostbusters related, and he's created all these characters and this entire storyline, and the art's incredible, and um, just really uh, props to him. So, if you want to find his stuff, you're going to go to Instagram, and I just want to make sure I get his handle right. It's John Yurkaba4, that's J-O-H-N-Y-U-R-C-A-B-A-4. John Yurkaba4, uh, and give him a follow. Uh, smash that follow button. Do it. <laughs> smash it. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, we we really think he's doing amazing stuff. And talk about passionate about Ghostbusters. Yeah, dude. I think yeah, those sure. Inktober, Inktober sketches would look great on a set of cards. Ooh. Just saying that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to see that picture of us begging to get into, this, into Sony. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, God. I, 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 I'm wearing a t-shirt that says Ghost Heads 316. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh. I was at it. It's like us and Lewis Tully locked out. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Good little pooch. <laughs> Maybe I have a milk bone. Let's talk about that real quick. Why the fuck would he have a milk bone just on him? Uh, <laughs> you know what? Lewis Tully might have. He might have. He, he was very have, prepared. Yeah. He could have gotten it at a really good price. Um. Before we wrap up, I know we've covered a lot of ground already. I wanted to talk about this James Gunn stuff real quick. Uh, it kind of oh, yeah. it, it kind of broke yesterday. Yeah, uh, I you don't know. called me yesterday I to like Abby. tell you like, hey, big news, big news, big news. I said, Abby, I have big news, mm-hmm. and she was like, James Gunn was hired to direct Ghostbusters. I was like, no, Suicide Squad two. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, the internet kind of went crazy yesterday. Uh, I was thinking it was going to be another six months before we heard anything from James Gunn. I did see the horror movie he's doing with Sony was pushed back to next year. But uh, DC is bringing him on to write and direct a sequel to Suicide Squad. There's no other details. I don't know if it's going to be a complete revamp or what. Jake, what did you think when you heard that? Um, First of all, good for James Gunn. Good for DC. I wish it wasn't Suicide Squad 2. I wish they were giving him like a new... I wish they weren't bringing him in as onto a sequel um, because Suicide Squad was really, really bad. Um, they should just give him they should give him something else. They should give him a new uh, hero or something. But also, I think um, 
I think in order, like, I, I don't, I don't want to just be like, oh, they got, they got James Gunn now. It's going to be good. They have to also let James Gunn be James Gunn. Like Marvel, I know at first they didn't want to let James Gunn be James Gunn, but they did. And that's what created the success there. DC uh, has problems uh, listening and taking direction and, and just making shitty movie after shitty movie. So sometimes I, I think like it doesn't matter who you're getting to write or direct your movie because they're going to have 10 other people come in and change shit and whatever they should let if they're going to if they're going to let him write and direct it, then they need to let him write and direct it. I have a feeling James Gunn got offers from basically everybody in town. Yeah. And I am sure that one of his stipulations was just that. If I'm going to do yeah. this, let me do let my me thing. Do exactly. Let him hope, do it. I hope so. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. It's it's weird mixed feelings because I didn't like Suicide Squad at all, but I do love James Gunn. Yeah. Um, and I was just waiting to see his name pop up attached to anything because um, I've missed him on social media. And it's, but it's weird, dude, like Suicide Squad. I mean, what I wanted to do is like start the movie with the entire Suicide Squad being killed off. And then a brand new Suicide Squad comes in that he oh, creates. Oh, that would be great. That would make me happy. But yeah, the only way it's going to be good is if he does his own thing. And I have a feeling that if he was like the prettiest girl in town, so to speak, for a while and being offered a lot of movies, he probably would make the decision to go with one where he has creative freedom. And I yeah, hope that that's I the situation so. here. Um, I think Suicide Squad wanted to be Guardians of the Galaxy. So they are lucky to have a director who did what they were their original vision or what they were going for was, which is like the ragtag underdog antihero group. So he's perfectly matched for that. And if he makes it dark and twisted and funny and does his James Gunn thing to it and takes an underdog, which is DC, and then like revamps it, that would be amazing. You know what? James Gunn might even have more freedom to go. Zack Snyder had freedom, but he's, you know. What I'm saying, though, is James Gunn can go pretty dark and pretty quirky. And it would be so awesome if we got whatever this ends up being and you can't even compare it to anything else. Where it's just like this is this doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. This doesn't feel like any of the DC movies. This feels like this other new thing that people are really into. Um, I think that would be really cool. And I and I I really you know he got such a raw deal. Um, and so maybe he's pissed off and angry. And sometimes there's really good writing in there. So. My idea was cast all the Guardians as the Suicide Squad. Dude, Batista <laughs> will be in it. Rooker will be in it. Fuck it. See, that's. That's so weird to me. Like, I don't know what I would. I don't know how I would feel watching something like that, where it's like this whole Marvel crew just now in a D. Like, it just seems so weird. Right. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I do think Dave Batista will be involved in somehow. Uh, and I do think Michael Rooker will probably be involved as well. Um, yeah. It's like the closest thing to watching, I imagine. Like if you watch a sports team and your favorite players traded to another team, like yeah. you're, you got to cheer for that team now. Oh yeah, that's actually is yeah. that a good? That was good. Thank you. Is that a sports Swoosh. thing? Yeah. yeah, I just got a goal. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> Abby just won a sport. Yeah. Um, that? It be, it w- it's gonna feel so weird watching a DC movie and it being good. Hey, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Remember what this is way outside. Remember we were at Universal Studios a couple years ago and uh. There's like that basketball game. It's like impossible to win where you have to make two shots and then you can mm-hmm. win that giant gizmo. Yes. And then I won it. And we're sitting next yep. to it right now. Uh, Jake had no idea. Jake was like, 
Well, I don't know what happened. Craig was doing something. <laughs> there was a ball, and he was throwing it. I don't know why. There's like some string around this pole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to be back there in a couple weeks. I'm very excited. Oh, um, yes. Hey, I am happy for James Gunn. I'm happy. I'm happy for DC in the sense that I don't know what's going to happen with Aquaman. I don't know what's going to happen with Shazam. I don't know what's going to happen with Wonder Woman 2. I don't know what's happening with Birds of Prey. Um, which if you guys read Birds of Prey is the new like uh, Harley Quinn and other female vixens of Gotham kind of movie that is happening. It's greenlit. The reason why the original director left Suicide Squad 2 is because apparently his idea for Suicide Squad 2 was the exact same as Birds of Prey. That was the report yesterday. I don't know what's going to happen with any of that. But what I'm hoping is, is they figure it all out and that James Gunn does an awesome Suicide Squad sequel and that we can all breathe a sigh of relief. There's weird things happening. David Fincher is about to do uh, so, uh, what? World War World, Z Part World War Z Part Two. Wasn't that yeah. the movie that killed zombies forever? Yeah. And kind of, kind of. Hey, yeah. somebody. Uh, my my closing thought today. Somebody on Reddit had a post today. Was like, oh, it just dawned on me. Uh, the Walking Dead has actually become a zombie, like a slow. Struggling. They're going to slowly hack it to pieces, basically, like characters. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Well, listen, there's a lot going on. We could go on forever about this stuff, but we got to wrap it up. Thank you so much for tuning in this week for Yes, Have Some Podcast. Coming up, we do have our horror episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks. We put up the poll on group therapy. Everybody found their computer. They turned it on. They logged into Facebook. They went to group therapy. The votes are in. So should we announce which movies we're going to be covering in depth? Let's do it, because I'm not even sure. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, please do. <laughs> I know so, I watched most of Leprechaun last night. The runaway movie franchise that won is Halloween. I'm not mm-hmm. that surprised, because people love that franchise. There's a new mm-hmm. movie coming out. So what we're going to do is we are going to have a review for the new Halloween once it comes out. And then Halloween Day, at the end of this month, we will release our Halloween retrospective where we talk about the entire franchise as a whole. So what you're saying is I better schedule a big block of time yeah, to go and watch Abby all these time. But before that, next week, we are going to be covering the Leprechaun franchise. One through four. No. We're doing what? Leprechaun. I told Abby. Leprechaun. Leprechaun 2. Leprechaun 3. Leprechaun in Space. Leprechaun in the Hood. Leprechaun Back to the Hood. And Leprechaun Origins. I am not rewatching the Hood movies. I don't think, I don't think <laughs> I can. Not doing it. Like, One you don't have time. Jennifer Anderson in all of I them. I don't. No, she's No, not. you're thinking of Seasons of Friends, which uh, there's only, there's as many Seasons of Friends. Um, yeah, we're going to watch it. Listen, we're going to watch a bunch of Leprechaun movies, and we're going to talk about them. And then we're going to have Warwick Davis on the podcast. Damn. I wish. Let's get him on here. Somebody knows Warwick Davis. Tell him to call us. Yeah. I'll give my number out for that one. It's No, I'm not going to do that. Yes, have some cast at gmail.com. I'm not going to get it to him any faster. Uh, (laughs) Why? I just, I mean, Uh, you think someone's, you think he's listening? I think he could be listening. I like that. That's good. You know what? I wonder. Maybe we have some famous fans out there that we don't know about. Maybe a leprechaun. Hmm. Maybe a Wicked. <laughs> Maybe a Wiccan. <laughs> probably. We probably do have a Wiccan fan. <laughs> Couple. Uh, this is a big month for the Wiccans. 
All right. I like this month. I like this month, too. Mm-hmm. For Jacob Walsh and Abigail Gardner, happy October. Happy Venom Week. <laughs> happy Pet Cemetery trailer release. And mm-hmm. good good luck and uh, congratulations to James Gunn. We'll be back next week covering Leprechaun. I'm, I'm the, the Leprechaun. Leprechaun. <laughs> we've, uh, had a, we've had a lot of good uh, Wayne's World references. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's funny? Leprechaun and Wayne's World came out the same year, so that was a very current should, joke. Dude, they were so current. I think in November maybe we should just do a Wayne's World episode. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I do, definitely. Oh my god, I want to see Wayne's World three with all like modern references. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. Garth, that's fake news. Whoa, <laughs> why don't they? Dana Carvey's still doing that. Exact thing, like when you see him nowadays. So, oh, also the first reviews for uh, Bohemian Rhapsody are out, and like I predicted, the movie's trash. Trash. Yeah, we'll right. see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, bye, everybody. Good night. Bye. 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 Okay, we're to get off. Get off my plane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>